Hello. Hi, Nana. How are you doing? I'm good, Tain. How are you? I'm doing okay. I don't know what happened. We had like our first glimpse into spring, but now it got cold, it got windy, and it just looks cloudy. Yeah. And it rains Some a lot. Some people said they had snow. Yeah, thankfully not here, but yeah. yeah. So, it's because, you know, I live in the south, but even here for us, it's been cold, quote unquote, because it's been in the 70s. And usually by this time of year, it would definitely be in the 80s. So, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So, I don't know where spring is, but it should come back. We miss it. <laughs> Please. Without the allergies, I'm begging you. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, allergies have not taken a break. <laughs> yeah. I feel for you guys. My husband has allergies, so he's suffering right Whatever. now. Lucky you, okay? Lucky <laughs> I'll take any wins. I'll take any yes. wins. But anyways, back to Sex in the City. We will be talking about episode three, Attack of the Five Ten Women. And how did you feel about the episode? I actually really liked this episode. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it was a good episode. Um, to recap for those who did not watch, this is the episode where Carrie is forced to face um Big's marriage to Natasha close up. Um, Charlotte is still griping about marriage, but is a good friend and grappling with her self-esteem and body self-esteem issues. Um, Miranda has a new cleaning lady who is trying to control her life. And Samantha crosses the line, as always. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun episode. I still, they still don't know what to do with Samantha, but I think they've realized what her niche is and we're still, no storylines, but just like, um... Just what's the word for just that? Vibes. Yeah, just vibes. There you go. No storylines, just vibes. Just mm-hmm. put it in there. So we start the episode with Carrie telling us how the New York woman loves brunch, and Sunday Sunday is also when you get the single woman sports page, the wedding announcement, which just sounds like a nightmare where people go through people's wedding announcements till I just realized that this is the equivalent of scrolling Instagram. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying, okay, so a popular YouTuber got married like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not going to lie, we were all on Instagram and Twitter refreshing for when we'd see the guests, like pictures of her dress. We're going through the guesses, like Instagrams. We were all doing it, all of us collectively. So, yeah, I can't even hate on them because I'm definitely guilty. (laughs) Yeah, it just evolved. And you just think that because I'm like, why would you go scrolling to see who's getting married? What's going on? But that, that, that is the equivalent. Yeah. Charlotte is saying how depressing it is because, of course, she's going through the pages. They're all at brunch. And she is even saying that it's even more depressing because the oldest woman in there is 27. And Miranda is all like, ah, we don't want to hear that. And then they talk about the 24-year-old who's mentioned in the announcement, who has quit their job. And Miranda is like, oh, that's so retro. How retro is it? to get a big rock on your finger and suddenly you have to pretend that you don't care about your career. So I I think I wanted to stop here because I know they were bitching about, you know, not caring about your career and all that. But the other angle is if we're being honest, a lot of us are going through the motions with work and our career. And it's basically just a means to an end, like getting a paycheck and just being able to pay your bills. Right. Mm -hmm. So what if, that her real goal is like she's not pretending not to care about her career, but she just wants to chill. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I keep saying I feel like that's my feminism. I'm not even going to lie. To allow the people, all the women, I should say, who want to do the things that I look down on as being, oh, traditional, give them the room to do that. I feel like if you're going to fight for women to be able to do what they want, what serves them, if she wants to quit her job and stay at home, why can't she do that without people yeah. looking down on them? Yeah. yeah. I think you're 100% right. And uh, This year, because I, I know, like, we've talked about this, like, offline, whatever, how I always struggle with, like, people are like, what's your passion? What's your passion when it comes to work and all of that? I don't, working is not my passion. I'm sorry, but it's not. <laughs> There's no job out there. That's like my dream job. I don't dream of work. I really don't. So I get it. I feel her. I just want to be paid and be left alone. So I can do what I want to do. I know. I was reading something recently where the person was talking about um, how a lot of people get caught up in work and how stressful it is. And at some point in her life, she realized that she was, it was like she was getting paid to worry and not getting paid to work. Yes. Ooh, that's a word. So, yeah. Ooh, that's the word. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, there's nothing wrong with that. I agree with you. So, Carrie guesses that these kind of women married the Roman numeral guys, and Charlotte does confirm that the person she was married to was Charles Duffy the Fourth. And then Samantha quips, like, yeah, the higher the number, the worse the sex. Honestly, they're, they're just making this woman throw things out. Because she said that before, the richer the bank account, the worse the sex. The this, the this, the worse the sex. So nothing makes sense anymore. She's just throwing out cliches. Mm-hmm. So Carrie comments on Charlotte's invitation, saying it's amazing how upset women, uh, well, Charlotte's irritation, saying it's amazing how upset women can get over the marital status of strangers. Then Charlotte keeps going through the papers, and then she suddenly gasps and then folds the newspaper. She couldn't have been any more subtle because, of course, the ladies are like, what is that? What's going on? Wasn't it that? And then Samantha forces the paper out of her and opens it, and we see that it's this humongous half-page picture of Big and Natasha. And they're all looking at Carrie, and she's all, I mean, there's nothing wrong. It's official. He's married. Where are my fries? She tells him it's fine and wonders why theirs is a story, not just an announcement. And then Samantha tells her, oh, it's just fluff. It's just PR. Don't worry about it. So Miranda says this is what she hates about the Times. This and all the country houses she can't afford. That made me laugh. I don't know if it was meant to be a joke, but (laughs) that made me laugh. So Charlotte follows Carrie home and asks her if she wants to watch a movie. And Carrie assures her, like, listen, I'm not going to slip my wrist or anything. And Charlotte was like, oh, I just thought, you know, you wanted company. Carrie was dressed horribly. She had this blue plaid pants mm-hmm. and this print top. And the top itself individually was nice. But together, it was just like, it looked like a tryhard situation. Yeah, her fashion has been ridiculous this season so far. But yeah. So Carrie tells Charlotte she thinks she wants to be alone. And Charlotte says, okay, but I'm just going to take your paper. I know what you're going to do. And since, you know, you're going to do it anyway, let's just read it now and get over it. So they sit and then they read it. And Charlotte is reading it out loud for Carrie. And I felt so hard for Carrie. And Carrie's being bitchy. And, you know, I mean, as expected, 
But eventually she starts crying. We realize that Charlotte made the right call, like, you know, by staying with her. Like, you know, Charlotte is comforting her and telling her, like, you know, Big wasn't the right man for you. Carrie's like, I know that. It's not necessarily him. It's just the wedding and then her. But she's like, it's her. And, you know, she's all shiny hair, style section, Vera Wang. And I'm just a sex columnist with, you know, my column is by the ads for penile implants. And, yeah. you know, it was so relatable. Like, heartbreak yeah. make you doubt yourself. Like, even if you thought you were the shit, you would just be like, what? How? Who? What? Yeah. And, yeah it was. And uh, I like, I have to like two things about this scene. I knew Charlotte would make me eat my words after <laughs> last time when I said, I don't know if this was real life, I'd be like, I don't know why I'm friends with this woman. <laughs> she was such a good friend to Carrie. Like, she immediately recognized that she would want even though she said she was fine, we all know she's not. But the fact yeah. that she followed her home, all of that, sometimes you have to do that for your friend, even yeah. if they claim they're okay. Like, okay, but I'm just going to be here with you while you're okay, just in case you need me. And I thought she was a really good friend, like the whole episode, to be quite honest with you. So sorry, Charlotte, I apologize. And number two, Carrie, for once, I didn't have like anything to hate on her about. And you're right, it's so relatable. Like, and Sarah Jessica Parker's acting in that scene I thought was so good. And she just really made you feel for her. And I like how they're showing that breakups. They're not linear. Sometimes you can think you're fine. And then you see this announcement and it's like you're right back at square one to like yeah. deal with it all over again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I didn't make a note. I was going to say like I'm so glad the producers chose Charlotte to be the friend with Carrie for this because ordinarily I think they normally would have used Miranda, mm -hmm. but something about using Charlotte was very right yes. about this because she's the one that's just been so into marriage and so into it. And it was just fine. And like you said, sometimes with friendship, the thing about friendship is like, it doesn't have to be explicitly said mm -hmm. it's reading between the lines and knowing your friends and knowing what they need at that time. Yes. And just doing it regardless of what's coming out of their mouth. Yep. So, I don't think Miranda would have been particularly comforting to Carrie in that scene. Not to, like, ass make assumptions for her. But, yeah, you're right. I do think Charlotte was the perfect person. Yeah. So, good on them for recognizing that, though. So, we get introduced to Magda. As Carrie tells us that Miranda had opened herself to a relationship with a cleaning lady. Um, well, I think, yeah, she said cleaning lady. Later on in the episode, I think it was housekeeper. So I don't know what the difference is, but she said cleaning lady. But for those who don't know, Magda is played by Lynn Cohen. And she just died in February and she was 86 um, when she died. So, yeah. Can um, I say so um, also with this whole storyline with Magda, you know, I, I told you I haven't watched Sex and the City in decades, but um, that was one thing I really remembered. I remember that entire storyline. I knew exactly how it was going to end everything. I don't know why uh, that particular storyline stuck out to me, but I thought that was weird. I wonder why it stuck out, Nana. Yeah, or oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so... Magda has moved Miranda's things around, you know, while cleaning and, you know, and Miranda's going about looking for things. And I, so I completely understand this because when my cleaning lady comes around, she arranges things and everything looks nice, but I have a way and a system of things that I like, but I don't have the heart to tell her to stop. So I just have to yes. stop finding my things all over again. <laughs> so I could We all do it. We all do it. I don't have one now, but when I was back in Georgia, 
the one who came, like, I'd cleaned the entire house <laughs> before they came. <laughs> and like we like we want it here. We all do it. We all have the same habits. Like, yeah, I, I've never I've never cleaned before they come around. Like no, oh. mind those dishes. I'll leave the dishes. In. Nah, bro, I'm paying. So no, <laughs> no shame here. So yeah. um, she's moved her things around and even tells her she's brought her tea because tea is better for her. And you know, Miranda's like, no, I prefer coffee. She even has a rolling pin, and Miranda's asking her what she needs that for, and she's like, because it's good for women to know how to bake pies. All I kept thinking in this scene was like, this cleaning lady must be getting well paid because I'm not using my money to buy you herbal teas, buy a rolling pin, <laughs> and buy all the other things that ain't nobody asked me to do but clean. So mm-mm. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question actually. Yeah. Would you have dismissed her? Because I would have after that one session. I'd be like, yeah, I don't think this is gonna work for us. Let me say this. So it's easy for me to say yes, I would have dismissed her. But then I took a step back and I was thinking about different situations. You know when things happen in real life and it's not mm-hmm. exactly the same. And I will say I've had issues with um my cleaning lady where she came at some point and I asked her to clean something about the blonde and I think she visibly huffed Mm. and that sounds like it should be grounds for dismissal but Mm -hmm. I didn't because I'm just thinking maybe it's just a misunderstanding and then where am I going to find somebody else that I trust that's going to come into my house that's going to do this because she does a good job overall so my answer is it is grounds for dismissal but it's easy to also say that you would immediately, but sometimes real life doesn't always work the same way you oh, think. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, <laughs> it is you know what I said I would? Because it was their first session. If this was, like, ten sessions down the line, I probably wouldn't. But I just feel like at the very beginning, if I already feel like, uh, this is weird, like, I don't think it's going to work, then I would find it easier to be like, oh, thank you so much, but like I'm gonna move in a new direction or whatever, or that's that's because it's the first session. That's but if it was point. later, yeah, do you know what I mean? I haven't had time to build a relationship with your rapport. I just know that I just don't think it's gonna work. I'm saying that because I was recently home with my mother back in Georgia, and we she's looking for like a new housekeeper because our old one, like I don't know, long story, but yeah, she doesn't do housekeeping anymore. And we had like two people come over for like my mom to like talk to them to see like show them the house all of that and then one of them my mom's like yeah I don't really like her vibe all of that I just find it that same kind of thing it's the first session it's time for you to feel out whether you're gonna get on with them or not so I really yeah. feel like I would have but yeah sorry I was just asking yeah okay that makes sense but yeah so Miranda laughably ask Carrie if she has a rolling pin. All the ladies are, she's with Carrie. I think they're shopping. And it was just funny that she asked Carrie if she had a rolling pin because Carrie just laughs and is like, I use my oven for storage. Like, why would you even ask Carrie that question? Carrie doesn't cook. Maybe silly. Yeah. So Miranda's telling her everything that happened with the cleaning lady and Carrie's all like, oh, I can't believe you have a cleaning lady. And Miranda says, yeah, I feel guilty and I hate being there when she's there. Like, I just feel like, how do I say this? I'm not trying to be classes, but if you're paying someone to do a duty, I I don't think that you should feel bad. Yeah. When we have an agreement, like your job is to clean my house and then I pay you for your services. So I'm not understanding. No one should make you feel uncomfortable in your own home. I think it's the longest of it all. Yeah. 
Yeah. So because it's still a job, right? If yeah. you went to like your corporate job in an office and you weren't doing your job right, people would let you know. So yeah. <laughs> what's the difference? It's it's still a job. Yeah. So they're shopping and Miranda's talking to her through the curtains when a woman walks out and Miranda sees that it is Natasha. And Carrie walks out because um, she's trying on a dress that's too small. And Natasha sees her and Carrie looks visibly intimidated in her mismatched underwear. While Natasha is like, like in white, all 5'10 of her. While Miranda's like, Miranda's face looks like, oh dear, oh my God. How did we get into this situation? So Carrie awkwardly makes conversation and compliments Natasha's dress and tells Carrie... And Natasha tells Carrie that she needs this dress for a woman in the arts luncheon that she's organizing. Carrie is having verbal diarrhea and is just like, I'm a member and I go to the lunch every year and I'll I'll see you there. And I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so how did we go from trying out a dress to being at a luncheon? So we see Carrie telling Samantha about it and how she can't find the invitation. Samantha asks her, why did you tell her that you go? And Carrie's like, because uh, she has a deficit. She has talked to Natasha twice, once in her cowboy hat and the other in her bra. And I would like her to see me normally in clothes. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to her. We'll let her be. Do so you know it makes perfect sense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I 100% think it makes sense. So, so There's nothing worse than running into someone and you don't look good. Someone that you want to look good in front of. Oh, I get her. 100%. <laughs> That's all part of the thing. Here's the thing about this whole situation. If you're trying to look good for big, yes. But Natasha, in Natasha's mind, Carrie's just a bleep. Like, she's not even thinking about her. That's why it's just like, <laughs> I will allow you because I get it. But it doesn't make sense. Natasha, in her mind, this is his ex or his friend. And then that's it. Nah, big I disagree. Big I disagree. You think what? No, I was just saying I disagree. Yeah. I feel like let 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 ah, I keep calling her Natasha. Natasha has definitely thought about her because that was a relationship directly before her. She's definitely thought about her. Okay. I think so anyway. But yeah. yeah. So so Samantha asked her if Big is gonna be there because it seems like a lot of trouble to go through for a woman. And Carrie says, no, it's not about big. And Samantha should just help her find out where and when it is. Samantha tells her, like, you know what? I'll do you one better. I will go with you. And this whole exchange was so crazy because they were both on landlines. And I'm just like, wow, this is really a time where house phones were a thing. So (laughs) Carrie is going through her closet and she cannot find anything. And then she wonders why she cares so much and what it was about Natasha that made her feel like a charity case. Was it that she had big or is this bigger than big? And then she goes, are there women in New York who are just there to make us feel bad about themselves? This was an absurd question, I felt. (laughs) But at the same time, I understand the questions. I don't think, I think it was just phrased wrong. I don't think there are women there who are just there to make you feel bad about yourself. But there's situations that arise like I guess the example that you just gave like she's the woman directly above before big before she married big so if you flip it around like maybe if the story was from Natasha's angle maybe she is threatened by Carrie I don't know we don't know but I'll say personally I feel like I've been in that situation where I was dating someone who I felt their eyes 
or they always lit up when they talked about a certain person. And mm. I felt all of a sudden that I was being compared to that person subconsciously or not. And then all of a sudden to me, that person was a benchmark. And then mm. I always felt like, did I live up to that? Did I do that or whatever? Oh, I can never compete with that person and all of that. But all this while, I guess I shouldn't, that's why I shouldn't say what Carrie was doing was ridiculous because this person has no idea that there's anything or whatever but in my mind because he made that comparison or eyes always lighting up i felt like oh this was not competition but this, this was a benchmark yes that makes sense. makes sense makes perfect sense so yeah then we see miranda come out the shower and magda is there and i'm just wondering okay what is the schedule of this cleaning lady because <laughs> Why is she there? Why is she there when I'm taking a shower? How can you come into someone's house and not tell them I'm on my way up? Like, you just show up. But, again, lazy writing, which we've come used to. This is season three. We're used to this now. They make things convenient. And they make it work when they want to push the story along. Yeah. So, Miranda is finding out where her things are because Magda is reorganizing everything. And she opens... Magda opens her bedside drawer. At the same time, Miranda is yelling, No, it doesn't need reorganizing. And we see why she's telling her not to open her drawer because there is a big fat dildo sitting in the drawer alongside lube, condoms, and all the stuff, and which is called the goodie drawer. And then Miranda starts explaining about having a boyfriend and it was just one guy and she's not sleeping with all the guys. That is just one boyfriend who we haven't seen all episode, by the way. And for a long time, there was no boyfriend, and that's why that other thing was there, and he was just, again, verbal diarrhea. And Magda surprisingly just asked, do you like the boyfriend, and do you want to marry him? And then Miranda's like, I don't know if I want to marry him. And Magda says, everyone wants to get married, and she's been married for 28 years. And Miranda insists that, nope, she doesn't know if she does want to get married. Two things. I don't know if what dye job Miranda just got or Cynthia Nixon. It was so jarring. It was yes. so jarring. Oh, I noticed that as well. That's what I'm it, like quite laughing. It was like bright orange or red. And for those, like if you missed our first episode, Mira, Cynthia Nixon is a natural blonde, but they made her dye her hair because Carrie and Samantha were already blondes and they were trying to have like, I guess, a representation they didn't think of black girl, but they just thought hair colors. That's the times that we were in. But the yeah. red hair matters. Okay. <laughs> so um, the other thing was like, I find it inconsistent for Miranda to say, again, she could have changed her mind, but I find it inconsistent that she's saying that she doesn't know if she wants to get married. Because I clearly remember this episode where she bought the apartment, where she said they told me that I buy an apartment and the husband will come. And she got upset that her friend who she'd been feeling came and got engaged to somebody else and then most recently she was putting sheets on her bed with carrie and saying how you know she has bad juju in the house and everything she brings doesn't stay that she's hoping the sheets bring someone that wants to stay and get married so again sorry not even going that far back let's go for as far back as the very beginning of this very episode i can't remember the exact words but when they're at brunch and yeah. Charlotte is, as usual, twittering on about how she'll never get married because all these young people. And then Miranda said something. Sorry, I can't remember the exact wording. And Charlotte says, oh, but you have Steve. And then Miranda's like, yeah, but um, I don't know if he wants to marry me. 
Yeah. Or something like that. She, do you remember? Yes. She said something along those yes. lines. And she said I remember, the boyfriend doesn't necessarily mean marriage. Yes. Because we don't and, know where he sat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I remember it kind of in my mind. I was like, oh, okay, that's nice that they're showing that Miranda also wants to get married. She's just not as crazy about it as Charlotte. And that was at this very episode. So, yeah, you're right. That wasn't yeah. good writing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're used to it now. Yes. So then Magda just says, God bless you. And Miranda, Miranda, one of Miranda's flaws is that she cannot let things go. Like, just know when to pick your battles. Everything is a battle to Miranda. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't need you or God to bless me. My life is perfectly fine. Wada, wada, wada. And then she walks away. Then all the women are at the spa. Like we always say, it's always nice when they have scenes together and talking about, you know, the whole situation. And Carrie was like, I can't believe she went into your goodie draw. Everyone knows that the nightstand is private. Facts. Don't open my nightstand drawer. Yeah. Fine. That's your problem. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, Charlotte said she doesn't have a goodie draw, and then Samantha's like, huh? Samantha always seems to be visibly irritated by Charlotte. Yes. I think she's always like, are you lying, and who are you lying for? Or are you really serious? Then what are you doing on earth? <laughs> and honestly, sometimes I feel her. I'm not even gonna lie, because sometimes Charlotte, I'm just like, really, Charlotte? Really? But anyway, we've seen you have plenty of sex. Plenty of it. <laughs> In this season, I don't know why you're still pretending, but anyway, well, sure. maybe she's not pretending, maybe she's just vanilla, like she doesn't like the extras, like she doesn't like to give head, she doesn't like any extra, just so she doesn't out. have condoms, lube, nothing in her house. I guess not. Maybe it's in her in a specially curated shelf in her bathroom or something, and not in maybe her night, not in her nice, but I feel like Charlie's the kind of person that'll say that you're the guy, it's your responsibility to, yeah, have so yeah, you're right. They're all in the spa and they're in the sauna and they all take off their towels and we're just surrounded by naked women. Charlotte is visibly uncomfortable and then she's like, she's not in the mood because it's too hot. I'm like, you're in a sauna. Of course it's going to be hot. But before they even got up to this um, place, what on earth did she think they were going to do? They just changed into their towels to do what? Maybe to chill in their towels. (laughs) They were walking towards the direction. She didn't bow out. So Carrie goes, she runs out the sauna. And then Carrie goes after her and asks her what's wrong. And she tells her that she's not comfortable being naked in public because, you know, she also didn't grow up in a naked house. Carrie's like, um, she didn't either. And asks her why she cares. And Charlotte says, of course, Carrie doesn't care because she has a perfect body. And then Carrie's like, oh, she's deluded. I got to go with Charlotte. I can't, if, I, if my friend looked like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's body in that time during her Sex and City days, and you're telling me like, oh, blah, blah, I'd be like, girl, just walk. I honestly <laughs> felt Charlotte in every part of this scene because I also did not grow up in a naked house. And I'm also not very comfortable being around other people naked. I have some very naked friends. <laughs> <laughs> like I've had for years, and they're still just never comfortable to be. I'd be like, "Can you please put some clothes on?" And I'm not comfortable being naked on other people. So I got her. I do think it's just what you grew up with and what you're comfortable with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I I'm, I, I'm one of the quote-unquote naked people. I feel my yeah. friends have been assaulted, but <laughs> it was just. I think my angle was more. If a friend that had Carrie's body oh, yeah, was yeah, telling yeah, me no, 
Mm-hmm. Like you're deluded. My body is not because Carrie, um, Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker's body during the Sex and the City days was basically perfection. Yeah, no, I'm not, not exactly what you're saying. She had a good body. Mm-hmm. So Carrie tells Charlotte that you know she has a perfect figure, and Charlotte was like, "Then why was the woman in the steam room staring at me like my thighs were too big?" Girl, you didn't even take off your towel, so I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like that, you know, once you're already insecure, you start to imagine yes, all kinds you of stuff. Create a whole script in your whole mind. Mm-hmm. So Carrie tells us that, you know, Samantha had always felt good about herself, but after her 80 minute massage, she felt even better as she's sashaying down the hallway because I don't know if you've noticed, but Samantha always walks like she's on a catwalk. Yeah. So she's always catwalking anywhere she is and just floating. Like Honestly, I wish I love it. Point. I love it. <laughs> Because it's just, it's Samantha Jones. It's the confidence is from head to toe. I just love it. (laughs) (laughs) So another woman comes up to Samantha and tells her that Kevin the masseuse goes down on you. It's an incredible massage and you should try him. I'm sorry that I didn't get the chance. He's one of those character actors that his face is really familiar. And I didn't get the chance to go figure out who Mm. he was. But yeah, it was a very familiar face. So Carrie's still doing a voiceover and tells us that Samantha doesn't think she needs to pay for head, which she doesn't. Samantha can get any man at all, but curiosity killed the cat. So Kevin comes out to give the woman her key, and is the woman is telling Samantha, and he is allegedly hot. And I say allegedly hot because according to Sex in the City standards, they've shown us some really very below average average men that are supposed to be so hot. On this show, you're so nice. But some of them have been downright ugly. I'm sorry, I'm saying, <laughs> and I'd be like, "What? <laughs> you want me to really suspend belief?" But this one wasn't too bad. For he wasn't too bad. He was average. Yeah. He was all right. And then, of course, immediately because he's quote unquote hot, Samantha makes an appointment. So Miranda is prepared to have a good night with her dildo because Steve is not around. Again, we didn't see Steve the entire episode. And then she lays in her bed, opens her drawer to find that he has been replaced with the statue of the Virgin Mary. Now, this, I think, is grounds. Like, get out. Like, at this point, you're just infiltrating my personal space. And that's just really annoying. So. And you know what I find fascinating? Miranda had, like, she had no hesitation to open her mouth when she said god bless her to let her know that she doesn't believe in god all of that she did not care about her in her feelings whatever there but this woman has done so many other things you don't like and you're paying for her to be in your house why are you afraid to tell her you don't like this why did it take this you know yeah it didn't make sense to me So um Charlotte and Carrie are having breakfast and Carrie orders a rich flourless chocolate looking thing and a cafe au lait and Charlotte just orders a fruit cup. Carrie tells her this place has the best dessert and Charlotte is and then she, you know she should splurge. Charlotte is all like, "Yeah, the the fruit is a splurge. It has so much carbs." And she's like, "Why are you doing this to yourself?" She's like, "I hate my thighs." Our very very always selfless Carrie turns the conversation back to herself. And talks about the Manolo Blahnik shoes that she's bought for the luncheon. And says, you know, the heel makes her tall enough to meet Natasha if Natasha wears flats. And then she asks Charlotte if they make the right statement. And honestly, I just thought this was the best retort or the best question to ask back. What statement do you want them to make? Because I was like, what is the right statement? (laughs) And then she says, the statement I wanted to make is, I am beautiful and powerful, and I don't care that you're 25 and married my ex. 
Charlotte is like, I thought you didn't have a complex about how you look to other women. And Carrie correct her. Oh, no, it's not a complex. It's a Natasha-specific obsession. I mean, <laughs> self-awareness is key in life. Yeah. Which will be over as soon as she sees me in these shoes and a dress at Bergdorf's that's going to that will cost a month's rent. And then Charlotte tells the her... The shoes were ugly, by the way, as an aside. They were. They were. Yeah. They were. They're like auntie shoes. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and they were plaid, but anyways. <laughs> so Charlotte tells her to listen to herself, and she has nothing to prove because she's beautiful, intelligent, funny, and stunning. And what is Natasha? She's married, that's all. I'm like, okay, Charlotte, come through. But where is this person? The entire time, because that fact that she's married, that is your goal, and that is mm-hmm. what you think <laughs> is a personality. And she, but continues. we've all been guilty. We sometimes we give advice that we don't take ourselves. It doesn't yeah. mean the advice is bad. <laughs> yeah. So she continues that she should go to the that she could that Carrie could go to the luncheon wearing what she's wearing right now, and she would still be the most incredible woman in the room. And Carrie just says, "Wow." Why can't you do this for yourself? <laughs> mm. <laughs> not laughing. And that was the end of the scene. But we suddenly see Charlotte facing her fears and she goes to the spa and she drops towel. And I'm just thinking this whole time, like it must be really nice to afford spots. Cause I don't know if you guys know, it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. So to me to go like anyway, that's the kind of thing you treat yourself like oh maybe I'll go every other month or something, and there was also so much tits and bush in this episode because yep. a lot of naked women just lying around. So she sits there and someone compliments her and tells her I'd kill for your breasts and that made her so happy and I think that was the that that was the end of that and she yeah. got her well baby steps towards recovering her self confidence about that. Yes. So I think that was the end of Charlotte that we saw. Then we see Samantha getting the massage with Kevin and she's looking at the time and they're running out of time and she just takes matters into her own hands and puts her hand on his penis. And the next thing we see is Samantha getting a scolding and being told that she's being banned from the spa. Samantha's like, this is unlike me, but the only reason why I do that I did that was that I know for a fact that he went down on someone and that's why I booked it. And then Kevin has a guilty look, and then that was that. Watching with 2021 20, eyes, <laughs> as we're supposed to be doing, I was like, oh, Samantha. Because if, again, the roles were reversed, we would have the pitchforks out, up in arms. Yeah. This is completely sexual assault. It really is. There's no two ways about it, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it, but... I couldn't really find humor in it. I'll be very honest with you. Yeah, Samantha is always towing the line. Not towing, mm-hmm. crossing the line. Mm-hmm. So Samantha and Carrie are at the luncheon, ranting about not being eating out as loudly as possible. They check in, and Carrie finds out that Natasha is not coming because she has a cold. And Carrie's face, she just looks devastated. I feel like she could calculate all the money she just spent. And all the time she put into all this and it's not going to happen. And then Samantha. See, Samantha is a friend in the way that she knows how. Like, if you're beefing someone, she will join you in that beef and club for that person, too. <laughs> and she's like, I can't believe that bitch is a no-show. <laughs> I'm the one who's sick. And then Gary tries to leave. But Samantha insists that, nah, bruv, we paid $85 for this. We are having our drinks. Mm-hmm. So... 
we go back to Miranda where Miranda is confronting Magda um, about everything and asks her about the statue and the dildo. And then Magda tells her that she moved it because no one is going to marry her if that is by her bed. And Miranda snaps and she's like, what I don't need is another mother. And I don't, um, I have my things the way I like them and I don't need you to come here trying to change everything. So then Miranda knew that she had done the right thing because Magda had put all her things um, back because she opened her drawer and we see all her goodie drawer contents back where they belong. And that was the end of Miranda. So we go back to the luncheon and I thought this scene was silly, but Samantha brings, again, is the best way she knows how to be a friend, but Miranda, Samantha brings over of uh, someone they went to college with Natasha, her name was Jenny, and tells her to tell her what she told her. And she goes back when they were in college that Natasha showered in a community bathroom and she gained 10 pounds. This was just so uncomfortable. It was so dumb. I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm just like, you, you ladies are better than this. Like, come on. It yeah. was so dumb. And then there was even a comment like she was a porker in college. I'm like, really? But continuing with the fat shaming. And then even uh, Carrie is like, gaining 10 pounds is not a terrible thing. I was just like, oh my God, this is just an unnecessary scene. Mm -hmm. So as they're about to leave, the lady, we see the lady at the spa, the one who told Samantha about Kevin. And she spots Samantha and calls other ladies to see the woman who got Kevin fired. And she's like, who's going to fuck me? And they're all like, what? You got fucked and blah, blah, blah. My whole thing about the storyline is like, if Kevin was actually doing these things, why did he report Miranda? I mean, why did he Samantha. report Samantha? Mm, you know, I'm trying to think. It's like, I guess it's consent, right? If you already have an arrangement with somebody and you know what's going to happen, then you're prepared for it. And maybe he was so shocked. Because you know how sometimes how rich people can be? When they're spurned, they can turn vindictive. So maybe, yeah. this is me just making up a whole scenario, maybe he thought the fact that he rejected Samantha, that she was going to get him fired anyway. Like, maybe she could make something up, like he touched her, whatever, and get him fired. So he was trying to preempt her, maybe. But know. maybe Samantha's just not his type. Maybe she's not, but I'm just like, you have bigger skeletons that would get you fired. Like, if yeah. this all came out and was a thing, why yeah. would you make this? I don't know. I'm not saying Man, what she I did think it was because right. she wasn't expecting it, to be quite honest with you. Because that was his very first massage with her. Maybe with the other women, they're like longtime customers, and then they kind of need that. I completely understand that. Like, I'm not saying that what she did was right, but it's like, if you're going to go report when you have bigger skeletons in your closet, yeah, it's yeah. still not going to be okay. Why are you going that route? I don't know. It, yeah. it, was, just, hey. it was just weird. Yeah. yeah. It was just overall weird. So a couple of weeks later, we see that Carrie receives a thank you letter signed by Natasha. And Carrie says she has to accept that some women are better and she'll never be the woman who has perfect hair, wear white without spilling, and I'm like, lies, because that's exactly what you are in Sex and the City. And <laughs> she said she's just going to take solace in the fact that Natasha made a spelling error where she misspelled there. And she's calling Samantha, and I thought it was, was it Miranda? Do you remember? Miranda, yeah. She called Miranda, and I just thought it was really cruel because she started with the woman's an idiot. And that was how the episode ended. <laughs> Can I make a confession? <laughs> what? Yes, it was cruel, 
But putting myself in Kerry's shoes, that is so something that would have also made me feel a tiny bit better. <laughs> I don't know if I'd have told anyone about it, but like, oh my gosh, she's a dummy. But I would have taken a small bit of satisfaction that I know the difference between there, there, and there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you yeah. have to take your wins wherever you get them. Because, girl, you've clearly already lost. Because she's married to the man, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I understand it. It does not make it mature or right. But let me just say, I understand. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of crazy. It's crazy, again, like I said, the thing heartbreak would do to you. Just make you question yourself, even when it's not valid. And then yeah. sometimes, sometimes you don't even want the guy. Nope. That's the funny part. It's just like an ego thing, like a yeah. we know lose and all that kind of stuff. I mean, like you won. And you're just like, did the person really win? Because years down the line, you start thinking about it and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. really? This is who I was going crazy over. But yeah, that was the episode. Can I just say also what really bothered me about that scene was Carrie was lying on her bed with shoes on. But anyway, please. <laughs> what this is two episodes. This is back to back. First sitting on the toilet with her whole comforter and now she had shoes on her bed like by her pillow oh my gosh sorry it it had me heated I'm not even gonna lie (laughs) but yeah I enjoyed it though I enjoyed this episode it was a good episode yeah do you have anything else you wanted to add I don't think so I think you covered everything can you please tell the people where they can find us absolutely you can find us at the rewatch times two that's t-h-e-r-e-w-a-t-c-h-x-2 that's our handle on instagram handle on twitter and you can send us an email at gmail.com yes and thank you and please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating especially on apple Podcasts if you are so inclined thank you all i hope you all have a wonderful week bye bye